podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome to Pumping Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Elise Eldridge, and today we're going to be breaking down Season 2, Episode 6 of Hannah Montana. It's called You Gotta Not Fight for Your Right to Party. My guest today is Courtney Sile. Hi, Courtney. (laughs) Hi. Sick Beastie Boys reference for this episode. (laughs) Yeah, I actually think this is a very well-titled episode. I... I've been getting kind of annoyed because the episode titles are getting longer and longer, which means I have more to type. <laughs> We're running out of songs. <laughs> yeah, and and more to like put in like my promotional tweets. Um, but I actually do think the title for this episode is like clever because they do have to not fight in order to get to party. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an accurate title for once. Better than Bad Moose Rising for sure. <laughs> And Courtney, Courtney and I were texting back and forth while she was watching this, and we found out that the person who wrote this episode also wrote Bad Moose Rising. So and I'm, I'm going to say he's 0 for 2 for me, personally. <laughs> <laughs> like, he has not won me over with his writing yet. <laughs> yeah, so this episode, I didn't really remember any of it going in, and... I don't think I remember that much of it. It was like, I'm sure I had seen it before, but it wasn't like, this isn't a very memorable episode. I'll say that it's this, this episode, as I was watching it, I was like, how long is this? I was like, is this a double episode? It felt like it just went on for forever. Despite it, it still being 20 minutes. (laughs) It felt long. It is an episode that I weirdly remember specifically like the sumo suit part mm-hmm. but like it 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 doesn't need to be there like you could pluck this out of the season and you would miss nothing it doesn't yeah, advance it, anything <laughs> it's not connected to anything it's like a bottle episode um yeah it's the, it's the definition of a filler episode which for a show that is 90 percent filler episodes anyways <laughs> why do we need this one <laughs> yeah uh yeah i would say yeah the main things from this that are memorable is that the scene with the sumo suits and there's like a shot of like jackson taking a towel off of his head and his hair being insane and that's in the intro Mm -hmm. so there's that but yeah that's pretty much it Uh, (laughs) so this episode there's i was gonna say there's no b plot but there kind of is just like a tiny bit at the end. Okay, I made a note of that. I was like, is this a B plot or is this just like an extension of the A plot, but weirder? Like we have the B plot characters, but it's still yeah. related to the A plot. I would say extension of the A plot, but weirder is the best way to describe what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, uh, but God. The first half of this episode could have been just to the, like, cold open, and it would have been fine. The first half of this episode takes place in a five-foot-by-five-foot bathroom. (laughs) Yeah, so I've got a lot of questions about the layout of the Stewart house, Um, because we we open with with Miley and 
I guess it's her bathroom, but it's like a full bath. It's like a, it's like big. It has a tub and a shower and like a sink and like all, all this stuff. It's a like a very big space. And like a fancy French toilet. Like <laughs> I was very confused by the toilet situation. So it's like, it's not like a special toilet or anything, except there's, like a chain that you pull from the like ceiling that flushes the toilet, which I yeah. think is weird. <laughs> the tank is like on the the ceiling, and there's like a pipe connecting it to the toilet bowl, and there's a chain that you pull. It's like a European toilet. I don't know why it's in this like Malibu house though. It didn't strike me as being very to Miley's style. <laughs> I was like, why isn't that in Jackson's bathroom? Nothing in that bathroom made sense. Like, that bathroom was atrocious looking. It was hard to look at. Yeah, so every character that lives in this house, and that's three people, all three of them seem to have full, like, master bedroom equivalent bathrooms. Like, they each have their own, which is a luxury that, like, I... I can't even really imagine. <laughs> like, Which, each bathroom has, like, a tub and shower in it. And never mind the fact that they they seem to be connected to their individual bedrooms as well. Yeah, so, so this means- house has three master bedrooms. <laughs> Which also means that there's probably a guest bathroom also. So this house has four bathrooms at least. <laughs> Which is and- so many bathrooms. <laughs> and we get a scene in... Miley's room and Miley's room is gigantic and we know on top of that she has a separate room in the house that's just her Hannah Montana closet how big is this house I want I, I, want, I, I want the blueprints I want the blueprints <laughs> who designed this place <laughs> it feels like it must be custom at this point like yeah did 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 Robert decide like this was the layout of the house <laughs> I'm going to call him Robert Raymond with his Rachel haircut. (laughs) Did he decide that this was like the house they wanted and they built it before they moved to Malibu? Like that would be the logical answer because there's also a pizza oven in the kitchen. We can't forget that. Like, (laughs) yeah. And like, you don't need a separate pizza oven to make good pizza at home. You just need a pizza stone. I do it all the time. But also the fact that Miley's bedroom is like the size of their living room. If not bigger. It's gigantic. Like it's huge. It has multiple levels to it. There are steps in the room. And it's also covered in clothing and like shit. Yeah. <laughs> and yet, the entire episode she's worried about the cleanliness of Jackson. And I was like, girl, clean your room first. Oh my God. How is it, Courtney, that every time I have you on, and and I, I'll say this: I, for the most part, select who does what episode pretty much at random. I usually don't watch the episodes before I give them to people. There are only specific ones that I know are like <laughs> ideal that I give to people. So most of the time, Courtney's been on. I would say like eighty percent of the time you're on, it's just like a random pull of the draw, and yeah. somehow every time with you, the plot is like. This didn't need to be a big deal. Why is this a big deal? <laughs> also, the last like few episodes I've been on, it's been a Jackson Miley plot. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I 
guess we've just got like the pacing of like how often you're on and how <laughs> often they do this sort of plot just like perfectly lined up. Yeah, like every five episodes they're like, okay, we have to like have a Jackson Miley situation where they fight now. And then that's the episode that I get, which is also funny because I think Jackson is still an enigma in this show. <laughs> so I'm fascinated Elaborate. by Elaborate. Elaborate. I I don't understand the purpose that he serves other than being the annoying brother because we don't know how he fits into the Hannah universe, which also we don't get much Hannah Montana in the Jackson heavy episodes, which is That's disappointing true. because the show is called Hannah Montana. <laughs> he has a rotating cast of friends that we never see anymore, and I'm curious like who those are and girlfriends. He was going to a Panic at the Disco concert this episode, but also he like watches dodgers games every week like who is this kid <laughs> who is he so you're saying that you don't have a good sense for jackson's personality <laughs> no he's just he's a goober he's like i i guess he's supposed to be the comic relief to every like my if miley is the straight man jackson is the comic relief you know mm-hmm. but we don't need that because it's a children's tv show and he's not in every episode He's in pretty much all the episodes. It just yeah, to varying he's not degrees. Interacting with Miley in every episode. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess my point is is that Miley is the rotate is the center of the universe as the straight man, and she's constantly surrounded by people who are dumber than her, even though she's also kind of a bitch. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing is every time you're here. You're like, Miley's in the wrong. I am not, uh, like, whoever is against Miley in this episode, I'm on their team. <laughs> oh, I was on nobody's team this episode. They were both wrong. I, they were they were both wrong. However, I would say Miley was, like, more annoying about it. Yeah. As someone who has five younger siblings and we shared a bathroom, all of us, I feel no sympathy for you, Miley. <laughs> like, I have, I have none. I have none to give you. I really don't feel sympathy for either of these children in this episode. I guess we should actually talk about the plot. <laughs> can I Can I just say the bathroom is painted green and teal, or painted teal with a green shower curtain, but also there was a stained glass window with, like, dolphins or killer whales. I didn't see that. <laughs> it was, like... It it was, like, behind the shower, and I was like, why is there just a random stained glass window <laughs> in this house? <laughs> the decor and the layout of this house are baffling. <laughs> I don't understand it. Also, the idea that Miley and Jackson's bathrooms share a wall seems like a plumbing nightmare. <laughs> well, and it ends up being a plumbing nightmare. <laughs> yeah, get into it. Talk about it. Okay, so... <laughs> We open with Miley in her bathroom <laughs> and get ready. We're going to spend a lot of time in this one set. Uh, Miley is like looking in the mirror and she tries to turn on the sink and nothing comes out. And I guess Jackson is in the shower and she says that Jackson is using up all the water. And okay, correct me if I'm wrong. My interpretation of using up all the water is using up all the hot water. It doesn't mean you don't have water coming out of the taps in your house. It just means it's all cold. My first right? note My first note for this episode was that's not how water works. <laughs> okay, thank you. I'm so glad I'm not just like, <laughs> haven't had two, that experience. Two seconds later, she turns on the sink and the water comes and out. And it's working. Fine. Yeah, it's yeah. working. <laughs> it's like, that's not how water works. Also, you turned on the cold water anyways. It wouldn't be a problem. 
Yeah. Yeah. She's like, you're using up all the water. I'm like, that. what? <laughs> That's not how it works. Um, but in any case, Miley pulls the cord in her ceiling to flush the toilet so that Jackson gets a bunch of cold water in his shower. And Jackson says, oh, it's on from the other side of the wall. And Miley's like, yes, it's on. And then she turns on the water in her shower and her sink. And I was like, I guess it's working again. <laughs> I guess he didn't use up all the water because that's not how it works. And uh, and then she like repeatedly pulls the cord to flush the toilet <laughs> over and over again. And and then like there's like a noise <laughs> to yeah. signify that something has gone wrong. Uh, it's not like you. I was kind of expecting it to be where like something pops and like water comes spraying out of the wall or whatever but that's not what happens i guess like the water like all turns off i don't i I didn't i couldn't suss out what actually happened we just know that there was a plumbing issue yeah there was a plumbing issue but the way it happened it like firstly the the wall between them is so thin that they can just like scream clearly at each other hilarious with the water running (laughs) with the water running secondly when the when the plumbing issue happened, it sounded more like Jackson just like fell because like a bunch of stuff fell off the wall. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, did Jackson just die? <laughs> did he just like fall in the shower or what just happened? <laughs> Break his neck. Because <laughs> Miley just goes, uh oh. And then we see that Jackson runs in hilar- in a hilarious manner. <laughs> yeah, Jackson runs in and his hair is like. He has, like, a giant soap mountain on his head. He looked like a troll doll. Yes, a troll doll with, like, shampoo hair. Yeah. Which, like, you shouldn't use that much shampoo, my dude. (laughs) He doesn't have that much hair. (laughs) He doesn't. (laughs) I guess his hair is probably, like, about as long as mine is in this episode. How am I going to rinse and repeat? (laughs) Yeah, so, and then the next thing we see is, like, a plumber has been to their house and he says that Miley's bathroom is, like, back to normal, but Jackson's won't be fixed for three weeks. For nobody knows why. <laughs> yeah, there's no explanation for it. Um, and then, I this is where I was like, why does everyone in this house have their own full, complete bathroom? <laughs> yeah, because I thought at first maybe, like, Robbie Ray and Jackson shared a bathroom. Because that would make sense. Like, two boys share a bathroom. That's fine. But, like... Also, why would that happen? But I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, so I, I was like, why doesn't Jackson share Robbie Ray's bathroom? <laughs> but because Jackson and Miley are in trouble, they have to share Miley's bathroom. And it's, I guess, important to the scene that Jackson's hair is like all fried in different directions because... It just sat with shampoo in it and then dried. Um, Which, like, you could still rinse your... Like, why doesn't he, with his hair still all soapy, run to Robbie Ray's shower or run his hair... Like, stick his head in the sink or something instead of just letting it dry that way? (laughs) But whatever, beside the point. (laughs) Or use the probably guest bathroom that they have somewhere yeah seriously what you mean to tell me that the only three bathrooms in this house are in each of their bedrooms and they don't have one that's just for guests that yeah, jackson could Do- use where the fuck did dolly parton shower when she was there in in miley's bathroom miley seems very protective of her bathroom 
You know, they made it out to seem like Dolly Parton was like, like during that episode, they made it out like, uh, like they maybe all shared one bathroom because Jackson and Robbie Ray were like, Dolly replaced all the shampoo and soap with this girly stuff. Oh my God. So unless she was using everyone's shower and like rotating, <laughs> she was just like, I just feel like using Robbie's shower today. <laughs> Yeah, continuity error. Thanks for catching that, Courtney. <laughs> yeah, didn't mean to, but there you go. <laughs> uh, and yeah, then we like go to the intro. Uh, we see Jackson and Miley sharing Miley's bathroom. Jackson has this system where he uses Miley's bras to like hold things. Uh, but each bra is like only holding like one bottle of something. Which at that point, you can just set it on the counter or set it in the shower. Like, you don't need, like, a holding device when it's just, like, one item. It's not like it's a shower caddy. And also, it's weird that you're touching your sister's bras. That's weird. Yeah. Well, it's weird that he took them. (laughs) That's the weird part. Like, where did... Did he, like, rummage through her underwear drawer for them to use them? Like, I can't imagine they were... Are we meant to think that she left them in the bathroom? I guess I don't know this it's weird it at the end of the day it's weird also weird for Disney to like fully just show bras I feel like that's I know I movie. I'm used to uh like older Disney Channel times where you know bras were kind of like a very big deal if they were brought up and I think this is the second time on Hannah Montana where Jackson has like had one of Miley's bras for some reason that's so weird I agree <laughs> Uh, and Jackson is plucking his nose hairs with Miley's tweezers, and Miley's, like, horrified by this, and I'm like, they're just tweezers. Just wash them with soap and water afterwards. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Stand. Most of the things that Miley literally screams about in this episode are not that bad. <laughs> I'll just come out and say it. It's not that bad. Like... She screams about the tweezers, and I'm like, "That you use tweezers for weird things, too, I'm sure, Miley. Like, we all use our tweezers for, like, gross things, I'm sure. Yes. Like, digging in your nose. The, the next thing she screams about is, like, a towel falls on her, and I'm like, mm-hmm. it means it's it's gotta be, like, not dirty. He showered and used a towel. He was clean. Mm-hmm. Also, the, the bathroom was never that dirty. No, it wasn't. It, was it just really like, wasn't that bad. It looked like a bathroom. <laughs> it would make sense if Miley was mad if there was, like, pee on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson was, like, missing. But or he just, like, took a that shite. That wasn't what happened. Took a shite and didn't flush it. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> I think I referenced that in, in an earlier episode, and nobody paid attention when I did it. Damn. Which one of yous took a fucking shit and <laughs> didn't flush it? Disgusting. <laughs> well, that was fucking one of yous. It's fucking one of yous. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> that I would be mad about. If, like, Jackson fully took a shit in the toilet and didn't flush it, I can understand yeah, that being that's mad. a reasonable thing to be mad about. <laughs> Instead, she's mad that he's just, like, using a towel rack. Yeah, and then I did want to say one more thing about the nose hairs because Jackson, Jackson like, 
had a name for the nose hair that he pulled. And Miley was like, you name your nose hairs. And he said, only the difficult ones. Oh, or like only the ones that give me trouble. <laughs> Which That is funny. <laughs> I'll give it to him. I will say I did laugh out loud at a few moments in this episode. Once we're past the bathroom bits, the episode was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, the, the like last thing that Miley like screams about is like she is going to dry her hands or something. And she like, grabs a pair of Jackson's underwear. Which again, like not ideal, but not. Not scream worthy, I would say. Did they seem like too big to be Jackson's underwear? They did seem big. Okay. <laughs> they, they did seem comically large for such a small man. It's like he's not, he's like a pretty petite man. <laughs> he makes so many jokes about how small he is. And they gave him the biggest pair of fucking boxers. <laughs> They're like as wide as Miley. <laughs> <laughs> Also, so Miley is screaming a ton in this episode. In the episode directly prior to this, Miley had to have vocal surgery. Oh, she should not be she screaming. Like, she, like, had to have surgery on her voice. <laughs> so what the fuck then. is she doing screaming this much? Daddy! She has apparently learned nothing from her, uh, from her vocal scare. Uh, there's, like, a sequence where Miley spits her toothpaste onto Jackson's head. I did remember that. That was a part that I I, I clearly remembered from my childhood. Really? Of all yeah. things? <laughs> this episode is a weird one that I remembered, like, a lot of as it was happening. So, yeah. That's is funny, because it- you don't usually remember anything. I know, and this I know. is such a throwaway episode. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we get a bit with them pretending to be civil while Robbie Ray is watching them, but then he leaves and they both turn on their hair dryers at each other and are like aiming them at each other. And then they like blow out the power, <laughs> which, which actually happened to me once, but it was with a hair dryer and a space heater that I wasn't supposed to have in my apartment in college. <laughs> I blew out the power for the whole apartment by drying my hair with my space heater on. Was that in the basement apartment? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sketchy as apartment. I had to, like, FaceTime with the landlord and be like, so... <laughs> and I, like, hid my space heater for when he came by. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, it was always cold in that apartment. I can understand why you would want the space heater. <laughs> yeah, see, thank you. You you understand. <laughs> I also lived there for a year, and it was damp and cold in that apartment all the time. <laughs> Well, it was a basement, so... <laughs> in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but so after this incident with the hair dryers and the power and everything, Robbie calls a family meeting. Uh, he is upset because half of his hair is, like, all frizzy and, like, not dried, I guess. Okay. But then in the next scene, it's, like, dried fine normally. <laughs> but also, you couldn't finish applying... Like, he said... He didn't say he was going to, like dry it or anything he just said he was applying his gel i was like you couldn't just finish applying the gel and with the power out like yeah it, was- it wasn't that dark when the power went out either it wasn't it like was it was the daytime <laughs> like- yeah <laughs> you live in sunny malibu <laughs> i do have to say robbie ray then says that he has to tell them a story about his days in the band and the way he says I'm going to tell you a story about my days in the band. Like, his, like, delivery of it I thought was funny for some reason, even though he's just speaking. He just said it kind of weird. And then 
Miley and Jackson uh, say that they've like heard his story about his band before and <laughs> and I didn't like what comes next. <laughs> it felt upsetting. <laughs> so they said that Robbie Ray had a backup singer named Celine Dionowitz. <laughs> And that Robbie Ray told her to change her name and the rest is history. And Robbie's like, that's a true story. And I'm like, it absolutely is not. (laughs) It's impossible that that is a true story. She is Canadian. She's French Canadian. She's French Canadian. And she would not be in an American honky tonk band singing backup (laughs) on fucking Achy Breaky Heart. Robbie um, Ray was most famous in the 90s. That's when she won an Oscar for the song for Titanic. I want a Celine Dion cover of Achy Breaky Heart. <laughs> also, her name being Dionowitz. Again, she's fucking French Canadian. That's like a Jewish name. It sounds like I a know. Jewish name. <laughs> she's not Jewish, is she? I don't think so. Oh my god. This is upsetting on so many levels. <laughs> no, it legitimately upset me. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I mean, maybe in the HMU, Celine Dion is not French Canadian. <laughs> from what, Nashville? Like, <laughs> she never did the Titanic song. <laughs> Does Titanic even exist in the HMU? <laughs> I feel like they must reference it once in a while. It's like uh, so ubiquitous. Yeah, we'll 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 keep our eyes out for a good Titanic <laughs> reference from now on. <laughs> I do maybe maybe in the HMU somebody else did the song for Titanic. Maybe it was a different song entirely. I guess this goes back to the whole Dolly Parton like Yes, exactly. as well. Is Celine Dion going to be the thing that breaks the HMU? <laughs> Well, thankfully, it uh, it doesn't have that much interplay with no. the main stuff <laughs> of the on. HMU. So <laughs> they move on it's very just kind of this, this tangential thing off in the distance. It's like, oh, in this universe, Celine Dion is not French-Canadian, and she was a backup singer for Robbie Ray <laughs> with a different last name. Yeah. Uh, but in any case, Robbie's real story is that he had to live on a tour bus with five guys and uh, I'm not going to repeat the actual story he shares because I think it's gross. <laughs> but oh I, I did write down that five guys, one bathroom sounds like a porn. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. So what if what if the, the story is about how Robbie Ray and the other guys learned to get along while on tour? What if the way they learned to get along? Five guys, one bathroom. <laughs> yeah, there you go. She sounds like a fucking gangbang in the bathroom. <laughs> they were on a tour bus together for a very long time. No girls. No girls, no women. <laughs> boys only <laughs> it's a boys only tour bus um, oh my god i'm so sorry everybody um i'm not <laughs> so 
Uh, but the actual thing was that they learned to see life from each other's eyes or like perspective, yeah. which I don't know how that would solve the issue with like stinking up the bathroom on a tour bus. Again, You'd be somebody- like, oh, but I understand because he just had to. <laughs> like the fucking shite on this goddamn tour bus. <laughs> but, uh, but no, he says they had to learn to see things through each other's eyes. And Jackson says... Oh no, here comes Dr. Phil Billy, which actually is funny. I that is very funny. Dr. Phil Billy is a great great name. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um Robbie Ray sits Miley and Jackson down facing each other and says that they need to pretend to be each other and I'm like, yeah, cuz this always goes well when people do it on TV. Yeah. Um and uh Jackson's well- impression <laughs> what were you going to say? I was gonna say you might as well just make them hold hands the rest of the day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> It'll be just as effective. Yeah. Uh, Jackson's impression of Miley is to be like, I'm a real girl. Now I'm Hannah Montana. Now I'm a real girl. Now I'm Hannah Montana. And I'm so perfect. And like, okay, that's not really a roast. <laughs> that's just kind of the concept of the show. Um, <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty accurate. <laughs> yes, because it's just the concept of the show. <laughs> yeah. He's just stating facts. Yeah, but he was saying it to try and, like, be mean. But it's like, yeah. but that's just how she is. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just accurate. It's just who she is as a person. Yeah, and he, like, does a little bit of nobody's perfect with, like, some dance moves. And then Miley's impression is to just be like, I'm Jackson. I'm gross. I name my nose hairs. And then he, she says, I said, good day, daddy. Like Jackson does. That's all it was. Yeah. I felt like this scene didn't need to happen. <laughs> I, I think they were just filling time. They were like, we got 20 minutes to fill. And this episode is already shitty. <laughs> just keep it going. <laughs> yeah. So Robbie Ray immediately abandons that method, even though like he barely started. So he then is like, okay, we're going to find a way to take out y'all's anger by putting them in the like big inflatable sumo suits. Uh, to hit each other so that they can get their anger out, which I think is a valid idea, except they had, like, again, barely started that when Robbie Ray was like, now are you two ready to sit down and talk? Like, yeah, Miley like, hit Jackson. Like, they barely started. <laughs> Miley fucking wails on Jackson, and they both fall down, and it is very funny. I laughed a lot during that part, because it is just, like, good slastic humor. And they're both, like, flailing on the ground, calling each other Butterball and names like that. And Robbie is just like, now do you two want to sit down and discuss this like adults? And they're like, no! And they just keep hitting each other with the giant Q-tips. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I would want to do is just keep going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I do want to say when they first get in the suits, Jackson's like, I'm not going to hit a girl. And Miley's immediately like, great, more fun for me. And whacks him. <laughs> knocks them to the ground (laughs) it's so funny (laughs) it's actually very funny their little hands and feet going ah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah and then Robbie Ray says that if they're gonna act like kids which for the record they are kids (laughs) yeah Um, he says if they're going to act like kids he's going to treat them like kids so they're both grounded 
And Miley replies by complaining that she has a Hannah party that night and that Chris Brown totally wants to meet Hannah, which made me like audibly go, ooh, (laughs) yikes. Not only Chris Brown, but it was a it was Beyonce's party. I didn't catch whose party it was. It was Beyonce's party. Oh, my God. Beyonce would not invite Hannah Montana to anything. I'm sorry. She wouldn't. But, like, based on your theories about the celebrities in this world, it could be a dog and a gerbil named Beyonce (laughs) and Chris Brown. (laughs) No, that's that's true. It's true. You're right. (laughs) Chris Brown could could just be the name of like a puppy yeah <laughs> or like a hamster <laughs> before that when they're trying to get back in the house they they both try to go through the door at the same time and mm-hmm. i think hannah said or hannah miley says i was here first and jackson says well i was born i first. was born first <laughs> I, I believe I've said that multiple times in my lifetime, just in general, as the oldest guy. <laughs> also, he calls her Hannah Fat Tana, which I thought was also funny. <laughs> yeah, so so Miley says, well, just ground Miley. Hannah didn't do anything, which, okay. Um, and Jackson says that he's, t- okay, is we're going to have to, what? <laughs> Is that the best of both worlds? Like, Miley can be grounded, but Hannah can't? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the secret verse of best of both worlds. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Jackson is taking a girl named Sienna to see Panic at the Disco. Robbie Ray. So I'll I'll say this. Sienna, Jackson has like a different girl every time they need Jackson to go out with a girl. It's a different name. It's a different person we haven't seen before. We have not seen Sienna. Sienna does not make an appearance in this episode. Mm-hmm. When Jackson says he's taking Sienna to see Panic at the Disco, Robbie Ray goes, oh, Sienna Grace? She's pretty. And Jackson's like, yeah, Sienna Grace. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, why do we need to know her, her last name or her middle name or whatever? Why does Robbie know it? And then later, Miley's like, aren't you supposed to go see Sienna Grace? <laughs> and it's like, why are we? I was very confused as to why such emphasis was put on who this girl is that we never see <laughs> and that we have never met before. Yeah. Yeah. And why we're like meant to know her like last name when she doesn't actually appear. She doesn't appear. She never gets mentioned again. I assume in later episodes. But it, yeah, there is a lot of emphasis put on. Oh my god, Sienna Grace. She must be crazy hot or something. Like, <laughs> she must have like a reputation. Yeah, <laughs> like even like if Robbie, Robbie Ray, Ray knows who she is, which is also a little upsetting because she's probably fully sixteen. Like, <laughs> yeah, Robert, get your shit together. <laughs> yeah, so like you, yeah, Jackson's going to see Panic at the Disco, which I also thought was a weird choice for him to want to go to a concert for maybe sienna they're like her favorite band yeah he doesn't strike me as the emo kid and also no. this been like first or second album panic at the disco like pure emo panic at the disco <laughs> this isn't like death of a bachelor panic at the disco <laughs> yeah this isn't high high hopes for the living panic no. at the disco. <laughs> this is i write sins not tragedies panic at the disco <laughs> yeah or uh 
Lying is the most fun a girl can have without taking her clothes off. The song that was featured in like every bad boy Glee fan fiction that I read in oh 2011. <laughs> Fucking nine in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> or what's the other one? The piano knows what you did last night. <laughs> you you are already outside of my realm of Panic at the Disco references. Oh, I listen to a lot of Panic at the Disco. Yeah, I believe it, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> anyways so, but jackson has already thought of a scheme to get them to not be grounded anymore and the scheme is that miley and jackson will leave the house and lily and oliver will take their place <laughs> i did also remember this bit this bit was also familiar to me yeah so we we get a shot of Jackson driving him and Miley as Hannah to their respective events. And I was at first very confused because they were in a car that is definitely not Jackson's car. The car... But then they later said that it is our friend Thor's car. Who is Thor? I don't think I've met Thor. You have not. Um, Thor is Jackson's new friend from school. And he's like... Um a midwestern like so you know how everybody at school thinks that jackson and miley are hillbillies um thor actually is he like has pet cows and like he has like a pet bird and uh he wears overalls to school oh okay yeah classic hillbilly wear (laughs) overalls i will say that car is very hillbilly it is like a black pickup truck with flames and like longhorns on the front and cow print seating yeah so this is why i was confused because i was like i guess this could be jackson's car if he's just like changed up his aesthetic a bit but yeah it's a black car with like flame decals the horns on the front of it by the way are like bigger than the car itself they are really really large i don't know how he got those how he got them installed how he parks that thing with the horns on it um and then yeah the the seat covers are cow print and the horn has been replaced with a mooing sound which is just impractical it's so impractical (laughs) (laughs) i was like i had a friend in high school who had a like a a volkswagen jetta or a golf or something like a small little volkswagen car and he Mm -hmm. replaced the horn with like a semi-truck horn (laughs) 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 so it was this itty bitty car that go wah i was like what i like that that. (laughs) i like that that's good um but yeah i was very curious as to how they got out of the house and got lily and oliver into the house without robbie ray noticing well they have a ladder I think the answer is that he did notice and that he was just playing along. Yeah. But yeah, so they borrowed Thor's truck because they couldn't take uh, Jackson's car because Robbie Ray would notice. I'm like, but he didn't notice that truck rolling up Thor, like getting out of it and walking home. Like what what happened? Did they walk to Thor's house? And also, can Hannah Montana... Was she Hannah Montana? Can Hannah Montana just, like, walk down the street of Malibu and nobody notices? Does Thor then know the secret? Yeah, so this is where things started (laughs) to fall apart for me. Because because Thor... here. Let's lay out the options of what could have happened here. Because it happens off screen. So either 
Thor rolled up to the Stuart house in this giant cow mobile. Miley walked out as Hannah Montana and Thor just knows the Hannah secret now, which is a huge liability because he's got a big mouth and doesn't know when to shut up. Or Miley walked out as herself with like her stuff in a bag and then she changed into Hannah in the car after they dropped Thor at his house. Or they walked to Thor's house. I have no idea where it is in relation to them. I guess... Miley, if she was Hannah, could have hidden. I don't know. See, I'm, I'm just, I'm very confused I'm, by the whole thing. I'm going to say maybe Jackson went and got the car and came back and picked up Miley. But how? He didn't take know. his own car. He's grounded. He, he could have walked to Thor's house. Or maybe Thor came, dropped off the car to Jackson, Thor left, and then Miley came out. But how did Thor leave? Did he just walk home? Maybe, maybe he wrote a cat. Uber didn't exist. (laughs) Why didn't they just call a taxi in the first place? (laughs) Call a taxi. You have money. You're Hannah Montana. Get a limo. (laughs) Yeah. Pick me up on the corner. Don't park in front of my house because that's a liability, obviously. Yeah. So it's a mess. Now I have this dumbass open question as to if Thor's notes the Hannah secret or not. Um, I'm going to assume I'm going to be generous with the show and say he doesn't, but (laughs) I'm not fully convinced. Yeah. I I was like, I guess it makes more sense that they have Thor's car, but not really because it adds another player into this scheme and it's just getting bigger and bigger. Um, and I guess it's like very foggy out that night because Jackson is having trouble seeing where he's going and he's like gotten them lost And then Jackson has to, like, swerve to not hit a deer. And they end up on some ledge or whatever where the car is, like, teetering. And it seems like it's going to fall. And they don't know how far it is. And it's very scary. And then we, like, cut back to the Stewart house. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, And for what is actually, I thought, a very funny scene, uh, where Lily is in Miley's room and there's a knock at the door and she thinks that it's Robbie Ray. It's actually Oliver, but she thinks it's Robbie Ray. <laughs> and she tries to do a little Miley voice, but it's like very deep and like it's it's more of like a Robbie Ray voice. <laughs> and she like crawls under the covers and she's like, I don't come in here. I'm sicker than a possum at a possum hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Lily's impression. Lily's impression is very good. <laughs> I loved it. I again, Lily, I loved it. I don't think it was good, but I really enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, it was good in the way that it's bad. But yes. I I do I do love Lily and everything she does, so she can never do anything wrong. <laughs> uh yeah, so it's Oliver. He comes in. He's I guess very hungry. Um, Robbie Ray then does enter and Oliver hides under the bed and he's like, dinner's on the table. Come get dinner. And, uh, Lily's still hiding under the covers and Robbie's like, let me cheer you up, bud. And his way of cheering her up is to sing like the camp town lady song. (laughs) Yeah. He says, you got a doodah with your daddy. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why that would cheer her up. (laughs) I was, yeah. I was like, this is your best effort. Your <laughs> best to effort to cheer up. Camp Town Lady sing this song, do da do da. 
you wouldn't let her go to Beyonce's party. Like, I would also be mad. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, he, like, gets up and leaves and he steps on Oliver's hand, which he had, like, left sitting outside the bed for some reason. Yeah. And then we got back to Jackson and Miley. They're, like, still teetering on the ledge. I, I was like, either just get out of the car, try and make a jump, or like put the car in reverse and just slam it. Well, they're 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 spending all of their time fighting over who gets to survive, basically. Yeah. Which is so morbid that they're like, basically each of them is like, I'm gonna leave you to die. Hannah or Hannah, Miley at one point is like, think of the Hannah fans, they'd be so sad if I died. And Jackson says, People will be sad if I died too. <laughs> and Miley's so mean, she's like, I'd get dad through it. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> That's your brother. <laughs> you can't just, like, let him die. Yeah, and the thing is, it's not like their fight that's been going on is based on anything substantial. It's not like no. it's not like Jackson betrayed her in some way. It's not like Jackson told a girl the Hannah secret and, like, jeopardized Miley's career or anything. Like, I'd understand that level of vitriol from them if it was something real. But it's just they have to share a bathroom and it's slightly unpleasant. That's the whole would, crux of the issue. I would say the Bad News Rising f- fight made more sense than this. It made way more sense than this. Because, like, at least that was over something legitimate. Like, Jackson legitimately had a reason to be mad that time. Yeah. Miley has nothing to be mad about. You bo- you both collectively broke the bathrooms. This is your punishment. It's not even that big of a punishment. It's not. I really you don't get what the bigger. big deal is. <laughs> They dug their own hole. Yeah, so... I will also want to say Miley calls Jackson Ricky Bobby at one point. Yes, and I was like, that's, yes. that's really the movie we're going to reference on Disney Channel? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I noticed that, too. I don't think I actually ended up writing it down because, like, something else happened right away. But I was like, Ricky Bobby! <laughs> it's like, that's... No, no seven-year-old is going to get that reference. <laughs> Maybe they've seen the posters. At their local movie theater. I mean, I at that age had seen Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby, because I watched a lot of shitty movies as a child. So maybe, <laughs> but I would I would say the normal 10-year-old at the time had not seen that particular Will Ferrell movie. Yeah, I I was, <laughs> I just thought it was a weird addition. Um, it, it's a weird reference. Uh. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like, guys, just get out of the car. And their solution is to not get out of the car the normal way. It's to, like, crawl through the window in the back of the mm-hmm. truck into, like, the bed of the truck to try and, like, balance the weight. And Which does make sense. Yeah. Um, Miley... I feel like they did this in a Drake and Josh episode, too. It seems like a very common sort of thing. Um, yeah. Miley, Miley crawls through... And at first I thought they were going to say that, like, she got stuck, like, the window wasn't big enough, even though you could clearly see gaps on either side of her body, so she clearly couldn't be stuck. Yeah. Um, But she said that she caught her belt on something, which I'm like, what? There's nothing, there's nothing there. (laughs) Also, uncatch it. Yeah, just reach down. (laughs) Take off your belt. Yeah. And get out. In any case, she finally, she, like reaches down and there's like a fish in the back of the truck and she throws the fish and it like lands on the hood of the car 
and she's like still trying to get through and like she does get through and then jackson gets through no jackson gets out of the car through the door like a normal person why wouldn't they just go through the door like but he doesn't even open the door he crawls through the the driver's side window into the bed of the truck and is like i'm free and then miley says like pull me out and as he's pulling her out a flock of white doves oh yeah hands on the hood of the car and starts like pecking at this nasty fish and i'm like that's not the bird that would flock to this fish first of all secondly just pull her out (laughs) like and then he does he pulls her out and they like fly off the bed of the truck and then the truck goes and there was no cliff spoiler yeah it was like a we don't actually see it but apparently it was like a two foot drop yeah which i don't know where they got stuck that that would be the case it just looked like a ditch it's like they got stuck in a ditch or something but they they seemed pretty far off the road because then they can't decide which way the road is so (sighs) where are they (laughs) Yeah, they, like in I'm, the backwoods. I'm confused as to how they got out of this situation because we don't actually see anything with them past that point. So, like, also she's she's Hannah Montana right now. She is dressed as a pop star, but they're making it seem like they were driving down like some backcountry roads. They're in LA. Yeah. <laughs> Why were there no other cars on the road? <laughs> yeah. Uh. And they have cell phones. Yeah, that was the other thing. It's like, they have cell phones. And in Miley's case, she has two cell phones. Yeah, one for each pocket. (laughs) Yeah, why not just call... I mean, we don't know. We don't know what they did. But they kind of go to, like, start down the road. And I'm like, you're not even going to check for cell reception first. (laughs) Yeah, you could have called 911. I would have. Well, yeah, they need to get the car out of the ditch. Yeah, that's not your car, bud. <laughs> yeah, they'd be in big trouble. <laughs> uh, that would be a scandal for Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana caught with stolen car driven into a ditch. Oh, my God. And then people would be like, who, with her ex-boyfriend, because people think Jackson is her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, this is a nightmare. This is a TMZ article waiting to be written. <laughs> Yeah, and then the resolution of the Lily and Oliver thing, they climb down a retractable ladder that they have with them. (laughs) Which they just, like, what, pulled out of their pockets? Yeah, I had some questions about the ladder. uh, Does Miley just have that in her room for sneaking out? I think she does, because I think it's been used before. So, how, how has Robbie Ray not confiscated her retractable ladder yet? Yeah, <laughs> she snuck out of the house enough times that like, you, wouldn't you be like, hey, why do you have this? Why do I let you have this? <laughs> Just to break my rules. But well, uh, she doesn't even have very many rules. <laughs> no, she gets to do so much more than an average child does. Uh, oh my God. So they climb down the retractable ladder to distract Robbie Ray. Oliver is staying in the house. He's going to steal food while Lily distracts Robbie Ray. So she goes to the front door and like rings the doorbell. Like she's there to see Robbie Ray. Um, (laughs) And Robbie Ray's like, Hey Lily, you know, Miley's grounded. Why are you here? She's like, Oh, I'm actually here to see you. (laughs) And uh, he's like, Oh, do you want to come in? She's like, no, because if he turns around, he'll see Oliver getting 
they're hot dogs, but they call them ye doggies. <laughs> no wonder I, I was like, what the fuck are they eating that they're that he wants for dinner? And they were hot dogs. They, they were, were hot, like dogs. hot dogs. <laughs> boiled hot dogs. They're ye doggies, Courtney. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so Lily says that she wants to talk to Robbie Ray on behalf of her uncle, who is a big fan of his. And she's like, can I get your autograph for my uncle? And I'm like, I would just be suspicious that this hadn't come up sooner. <laughs> you guys have known each other for quite a while. Uh, yeah. You've like gone on tour together. <laughs> so he like is writing the autograph. The sequence is actually pretty funny. Um, but I, I didn't write down the details. If you think, if you want to see it, watch the episode. <laughs> um, but so he hands her back the like autograph that he made out and he's like, you should read it. And Lily's like, okay. And it reads, dear Lily and Oliver, how dumb do you think I am? Love Robbie Ray. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I like the love Robbie Ray part. <laughs> So clearly he knew about Lily and Oliver being in the house. Did he just know that Miley and Jackson snuck out and he decided not to try and stop them? I guess. Or maybe he figured out they snuck out when he went into Miley's room and it clearly wasn't Miley (laughs) under the covers. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's unclear when he figured it out, but he did at some point. To which I'm like, and you didn't do anything? <laughs> yeah. You didn't You didn't try and call them. You didn't try and, like, demand that they come home. You didn't go after them. Um, I thought it was an interesting tactic for Robbie Ray in this episode. His parenting gets worse in every episode. It is declining. I'll say that. <laughs> uh so the bumper for the episode is Miley and Jackson and Lillian Oliver cleaning their kitchen and Robbie's shoes with toothbrushes and singing like the Camp Town Lady song. To which I'm like, Lillian Oliver aren't your kids. It's not in your authority to punish them. Yeah. They didn't also they didn't do anything wrong. They were just helping their friends. Yeah. And also they're not your kids. <laughs> also that 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 is the bigger part it's like those aren't your children so (laughs) yeah and and that's the end we don't find out how miley and jackson got home we don't find out anything really well so we didn't even say like the experience of almost dying (laughs) made miley and jackson like nice to each other again but we didn't even get that much resolution on it they'll be nice to each other for five minutes and the next episode they'll be at each other's throats again like yeah rinse and repeat (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. uh so over the course of this episode we got one sweet niblets we got one i said good day daddy we got one you doggies actually we got you doggies more than once because they said it in reference to the hot dogs they referred to them as you doggies multiple times so that's your catchphrase report for the episode i'm not particularly excited to report on it this week um <laughs> courtney is there anything we didn't address that you would like to touch on yeah um at the beginning, when Jackson runs into Miley's bathroom with the soapy hair, she throws a bowl of water on him that is just like a glass bowl with water and rose petals in it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what purpose that serves. <laughs> yeah, I was, just like, 
I was a little confused. Yeah, I I was like, is it potpourri? But that wouldn't have water in it. Yeah. Is it, it was like, like a face wash? That's just water and rose petals? I don't know. It just seems pretentious. <laughs> yeah, I I also thought it was like weird and like too fancy for them. <laughs> um the plumber says that he wants to get a tummy tuck for swimsuit season, which mm-hmm. I thought was weird. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He was like all excited that he was gonna get three weeks worth of money out of these people fixing Jackson's bathrooms because it meant he could get his plastic surgery. That was weird. Yes. Um, I don't. Oh, I have the subtitles on when I watch the show. And when Miley was doing the Jackson impression, she does like an armpit fart and the subtitle just says imitates flatulence. And I thought that was a great (laughs) subtitle. (laughs) That is good. That's funny. Also, when did Oliver's hair get so long? It is like obscenely long. Yeah, I, uh, I think it's kind of been that way most of this season. Okay. I, I'm never on episodes with Oliver, so when I get to see him, it's always, like, jarring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it, it, def- it definitely is a lot longer in this one. Also, I I didn't quite understand how they were planning on getting um, the plan to work with Lily and Oliver in their place, because in both of their cases, their hair is a different color from who they're imitating. And they were like, yeah. oh, we'll just stay in our rooms all night. But they got there, like, before dinner time. Yeah. They got there, like, also, too early in the day. <laughs> Oliver and Lily are not the same height as Miley and Jackson. Mm-mm. Like, I, I think Lily is shorter than Miley, and Oliver is probably taller than Jackson, as most people are. Yeah. So. And, uh, yeah, why were they at the house that early? I'm like, why okay. were they, like, washing their face like before dinner time. Like, is Miley's Hannah Montana party being thrown by Beyonce happening at like 5 30? Yeah, it doesn't like make sense. Party? Also, concerts don't usually start that early either. No. <laughs> the bottom line is I want to know their schedules. I want to know the blueprints of this house. And I want to know who allowed this episode to happen. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's so upsetting. It, that's so upsetting. <laughs> well, any any final thoughts? No, I think that was it. Oh, Miley's room, the colors were ugly. Her room, yeah, is, her room is, her is ugly. Is, her room is orange, her bathroom is teal, and her closet is also, like, green and teal. The colors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, well, that was a that was a big set to make just to have a five second scene in her room. They've had a lot of scenes in her room lately, but I feel like the room size fluctuates. Yeah, I think maybe they have like an optional wall for it that they sometimes just don't use. <laughs> maybe, yeah, because uh, most of the time we just see her in her bed. Super interesting details. <laughs> You know which Disney Channel character had a great bedroom? Raven. When she got her basement bedroom, that was a great bedroom. I thought her bedroom was in, like, the attic. 
Well, later in the later seasons, she gets the basement. They like redo the basement and make her like this huge bedroom. That's really cool. Huh. Well, I always liked her upstairs bedroom. I guess I'm just not remembering her other bedroom. <laughs> yeah. I just remember it had like a hammock in it. It was, it was a cool bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess that's it. <laughs> what an uninteresting episode. <laughs> I This episode honestly felt like it was two episodes in length. Um, despite well, we like got, nothing happening in it. We got Celine Dionowitz out of it, so. <sighs> I'm not necessarily happy about that. Um, Long live Celine Dionowitz. Yeah. Can I have a Celine Dionowitz shirt? <laughs> Celine Dion with like a mullet. Uh, Okay. Well, Courtney, would you like to tell people where they can find you? Oh, yeah, sure. I always forget that's a part that I have to do. Um, (laughs) I have two podcasts of my own. Hilarious. Uh, The first one is... uh... (laughs) Why is it hilarious? I don't know. I just... It's a lot of editing that I have to do every week. (laughs) Um, the first one is Ramsey's recaps to show, uh, where me and a guest sit down and watch an episode of Kitchen Nightmares and we recap it and talk about it and see what's happening now in the lives of these restaurants. Uh, spoiler, they're mostly all closed. And I think when one of this episodes comes out, we'll be in season two. So season two of Ramsey's recaps, it's either starting soon or happening. I don't know. At the time this comes out, I mean, this isn't coming out for quite a while. So, yeah. So, season two, stay tuned. And then my other podcast is Trailer Trashed. It's uh, me and my friend Grayson. We watch movies that I haven't seen because I haven't seen any movies. And then we talk about them. And this this year, um, the season of Trailer Trashed, we're going state by state watching a movie set in every state. So, like, Texas, we did two movies for. We did a couple movies for California. We've done pretty much half of the United States at this point, which is pretty uh, impressive, I guess. <laughs> um, so you can follow that at Trailer Trash. There's no Ian e Trashed. And you can follow Ramsey's Recaps on Instagram too at Ramsey's Recaps. So I also have Twitter for both of them. I don't use their Twitters though. So just follow <laughs> them on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram too at Courtney Sile. Yes. <laughs> I post pictures of my cat. <laughs> He's a very good cat. It's worth He's a follow. A well, Courtney, thank you again for joining me. I'm sure yeah, we'll have you back before too long for another pointless A plot with it that is Jackson heavy. You know, I'll take these pointless A plots because if Jackson's in the A plot, it usually means there's no B plot. So <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and thank you so much to all of you for tuning into today's episode of Pumping Up the Podcast. Um, I hope you'll join me next week for Season 2, Episode 7 of Hannah Montana. It's called My Best Friend's Boyfriend. Uh, Intrigue. Excitement. Boyfriends. (laughs) All of the things you want in an episode. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, So yeah, join us uh, next week for that one. and if you would like to find us online, we are on Twitter at Pumping Up the Pod and on Instagram at Pumping Up the Podcast. I'm on Twitter at Lovely Lisi, Instagram at Actor Elise. And that does it. I hope you join us next week. And until next time, you know what to do. <laughs> Keep 
on pumping up that part. <laughs> ah, you're like a radio DJ. <laughs> okay, for real. <laughs> Bye, guys. Pump up that party. <laughs> <laughs>